Selling a little or a lot? Shopify helps you do your thing however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify is there to help you grow. Shopify helps you turn browsers into buyers with the internet's best converting checkout. 36% better on average compared to other leading commerce platforms. Because businesses that grow, grow with Shopify. Get a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash work. Shopify.com slash work. The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whether your business needs cars, vans, or larger commercial vehicles, you can rent from the best lineup in the UK with Enterprise. And with flexible long-term rental, you can get vehicles for as long as you need them, from minutes to months. Whatever the mission, Enterprise's mobility experts can build a bespoke solution to suit your business needs. Visit enterprise.co.uk forward slash business to find out more. This is TalkSport Daily. Hello, happy Thursday, my friends. Welcome to another Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcast with me, your host, Andy Goldstein. Anyway, we begin with the mighty Manchester United and news that they are in advanced talks with Atalanta, not Atlanta, there's a T there, their striker, Rasmus Hoyland. Here's Adi Oladipo with reaction to the news. I mentioned him a bit earlier uh, Rasmus Hoyland this still looks like it's edging closer it's not going away we're hearing a fee that Atalanta want of around 70 million uh, where are we? I think it'll be a bit less than that okay. I think Manchester United are hoping they can they can get him for nearer 50 million pounds you have to remember it was really his breakthrough year uh, in a major European league last season at Atalanta and his, his goal record was okay if not spectacular but Ten Hag sees him as the perfect number nine for Manchester United, someone who can press from the front. He can lead the line. He's got good physicality about him. And I think they feel that his finishing will improve. Obviously, Harry Kane was in their thoughts at the start of the summer. That didn't happen. It doesn't look like it will happen because Daniel Levy doesn't want to sell to a Premier League rival. But I think this could be a good piece of business if they can get him for around the £50 million mark. They've been talking to two clubs throughout the course of the week. And there's a confidence now that Manchester United can get that deal done, that we Mason Mount through the door, Anana, and then Hoyland. And as I say, I expect them then to turn their attentions to Amrabat. I think if they can sign those four, that will represent a really good window for Manchester United. And again, they're not paying silly wages for these players. They've, they've done that in the past, gone for the Hollywood signings, if you like. It hasn't worked out. I think what you can say about Manchester United this summer, their strategy is clear. And I don't think we've said that uh, too often in, in recent history, certainly not since Sir Alex left. <laughs> Breaking news on Talk Sport. Jordan Henderson says it's been the honour of his life to serve as captain of Liverpool. From the day the armband was passed to me, I did everything I could to behave like a Liverpool captain should. But the biggest honours at Liverpool weren't personal ones, they were collective. All of us, all of you, together. He's bid farewell to the fans as his move to Saudi Arabia edges closer. On to the football writer Jamie Jackson, or JJ as he likes to be called, but no one really calls him that. Revealing that World Cup organiser Phil Murphy, or Murph, the governor of New Jersey, hopes to export Premier League matches to the States. Basically, Wrexham beat Man United in America, and now there's talk of reviving the 39th game, which of course doesn't make any difference. How does a 39th game work? Cue JJ, that no one really calls him. 
yeah, he's part of the World Cup, you know, sort of executive that's taking the World Cup to the US in 2026. He's bidding for his stadium, which is the MetLife in Meadowlands in, in New Jersey, where United played Arsenal, to have the actual final, you know, competing against LA and Miami. And, you know, he points to the NFL sort of taking their product overseas, having actual proper real live games and how actually it's lopsided, yes, in terms of some teams play, I can't remember exactly what it is, but nine home games or we play eight because of this. So I think it's a, this is something, as I referenced in my story, if you remember 2008, uh, the then um, chief executive of the Premier League, Scudamore, wanted the 39th game. It, got, it yeah. got sort of, you know, it got protested against, blah, 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 but it's not going away. And if you think about what the European Super League was and why it was warded off, you can kind of see a scenario whether you want it to happen or not, when in the end it might be inevitable because kind of money talks, global expansion, you've got all this Saudi Arabia money now kind of changing the landscape. So I think it's definitely one that, you know, is going to run and run. Now, Island women out the World Cup, down under, after a narrow defeat to Canada. It's talks about Shabana Hearn looking back at the action. Just about stopped crying, Andy. Um, very, very sad night. But listen, it was it was brilliant. I mean, there was no expectation, I suppose, for Ireland. All of the pressure was on Canada getting into this game, and it wasn't to be. Uh, but there was a few brilliant moments and some magic we'll, we'll remember. But this was their first ever major tournament, so there was no expectation, and they enjoyed themselves. Yeah, let's not forget that, right? What an achievement to get there. I, I remember when it happened. I remember how excited you were, the fact that she had won, they had won, and you were going to go off to Australia and support her, etc. Have you spoken to her after the game? I'm guessing she's devastated, right? Yeah, yeah. We actually, it's weird because covering it for talk sport, and then you go and do post match afterwards, and then you're speaking to your sister because you're covering at, like work, and then at the same time you're having like a little sad moment with her you know this is this is the absolute highlight of her career and you know we're we're 33 now um and i think for her to be on the world stage and play two great games that she had and maybe put herself in the shop window then you know she's done everything that she had to do but yeah they're, they're gutted they're gutted they knew that they could have got more out of it and they've got so much more to give um but i guess it's all a, a learning curve like we say they've never done it before so they lack experience in major tournaments and staying with the Women's World Cup during the press conference with the Morocco striker Ghislaine Shabak, a journalist from the BBC, asked her about her teammates' sexuality. TalkSport's Courtney Sweetman-Kirk labelled the journalist's question disgusting. For me, I can only go on my personal level, I think it's disgusting. Correct. The fact that in the question he was saying that the fact that it is illegal in Morocco, it's not necessarily you know, about the politics or anything else around it. But for me, I, I always think first about the players. So to put a player in that position that, quite frankly, is dangerous because any way that, that she potentially answers that question, whether it's about herself or other teammates, once she goes home, she's putting herself in danger. So I think I'm, I'm upset, really, that a journalist has put a player in that position. Look, I know as footballers, it's not just about the football. It's about things around it. But I think there's way to, to word questions. And, and for me, being so direct about a player in, in their personal life, when, again, like I say, they know the ramifications behind it in their own country, I think it was very misguided. Now, UK billionaire Joe Lewis whose family trust owns Tottenham Hotspur Football Club, will appear in a US court to face insider trading charges. He usually resides in the Bahamas, but surrendered on Wednesday to federal authorities in the US. Here's TalkSport's Charlotte Fisher with more. 
So what do we already know? Well, late last night, Joe Lewis, the billionaire owner of Tottenham, was charged with orchestrating brazen insider trading by U.S. federal prosecutors Damian Williams. The U.S. attorney for the Southern District of New York gave this statement last night on social media. We allege that for years, Joe Lewis abuses access to corporate boardrooms and repeatedly provided inside information to his romantic partners, his personal assistants, his private pilots, and his friends. Matt Lawson, the chief sports correspondent for The Times, joined breakfast earlier and gave his take. Dynamite statement from, from New York, um, which we you know rapidly turned into a news story last night. And as I say, I've woken up this morning and now going through the documents. But the, it's, it's an amazing read. You know, this 29-page document, it is staggering stuff. And from a footballing perspective, Peterborough chairman Darren McAntony spoke on White & Quick earlier, discussing if this really means anything for Spurs. Is this going to affect one of the biggest clubs in the world? One of the biggest clubs in the Premier League? No. Joe Lewis probably doesn't put a lot of money into Tottenham anymore. doesn't need to. Tottenham will have bank overdrafts. They will have money coming in. They'll be running it as a business. So he owns a large percentage of it. But if Joe Lewis wasn't here tomorrow, I'm sure there's a trust set up where his kids would take over. You don't think there's any knock-on effect for Tottenham? Absolutely none. At around 2.30 UK time this afternoon, Joe Lewis surrendered to authorities in New York and is due to appear in court later. A lawyer for Mr Lewis said charging him was an egregious error in judgment. A statement from Tottenham, meanwhile, said the charges have no bearing on the club. It's a legal matter unconnected with them and as such they have no comment. Now the Ashes fifth test dead rubber gets underway today at the Oval. England can still square the series at 2-2 or Desmond as I like to call it. The hosts have named the same 11 including Jimmy Anderson. His captain Ben Stokesy Stokes discussing Jimmy James's inclusion before getting pranked by fast bowler Mark Wood. I've no idea what I've just said. He's quality, man. I think it's very hard for you guys to sit here and say he's not. Although he's not probably had the um, impact on the wickets he would would have liked to in the series. You know, he's, he's a quality bowler, quality performer, and it's sort of like obviously Jimmy's come under a bit of flack for that. But Joe hadn't scored the runs he would have liked to. You wouldn't be questioning him about staying in the team as a batter. So, um, look, we've got James Anderson as the greatest fast bowler to, to play the game. And he's still looking as good as he was two years ago, although he hasn't had the, the impact that he would have liked to in this series. I'm a Bobby girl in the Bobby world, life in plastic. <laughs> Woody? <laughs> On now to Dean Saunders, discussing Wrexham's pre-season and where he took them on tour when he was gaffer. When I was manager, we went to Aberyst with university, 40 (laughs) quid a night. Where's it all gone wrong? 40 quid a night it was, and it was 43 if we had breakfast included. But I couldn't afford the three. Wow. So we had to take our own breakfast. So tell me, they they lost to Chelsea 5, didn't they, Wrexham? But then they beat um, LA, but did LA play a strong side, LA Galaxy? I think it was the the B B team, LA B team, but they they beat Man United, who cares? You know, normally Mm. they'll say what team did Man United have out, but what a result that is for Wrexham. Again, it's just things getting better. These two lads, Al, they mean business. Glenn Little, who was with me at Wrexham, said the same when we got to Aberystwyth. What a place. He went... (laughs) He said, I've been everywhere around the world. Have a risk with pre-season. Can't beat it. 
Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This episode of the TalkSport Daily is brought to you by Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Planning to hire or share a car or van? Enterprise is there every step of the way. Whenever and wherever you need a vehicle and whatever it's for, Enterprise can help. With over 450 locations across the UK, they're just around the corner. Whether you need a weekend rental, a holiday hire, a replacement car, or you're planning a business trip, home or away, Enterprise are there to help. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk. And we finish with Darren Bent revealing he has a Guinness World Record, would you believe? Where, of course, he told us all he's got the biggest sticker ever made. Blimey, that could have been embarrassing. Yeah, so when I was at um, Charlton, um, I'd been to training, they were like, oh, there's an event going on. I think think it was Merlin stickers, were they called Merlin? Or or Panini. Panini. One of them, whoever, it was one of them, Mm. right? They'd come down with the official world record that I was the biggest sticker in the world and they brought this sticker down and it was massive the biggest sticker yes yeah, so you know you have like a, a playing card you know you know you get the cards the little panini like cards the, the football 92 and then football. you've got the players on the front smiling yeah, yeah, yeah. The you collect underneath. them in, the, in yeah. the sticker album yeah and you've got the stars underneath yeah that was it Charlton they'd made one especially for you what it, compare it to like the size of a garage door that size a garage door four times what it was massive I don't know how they got it in there. Oh, no, they, they had it kind of rolled up. Yeah. And then they got it out. They had to unveil it on the pitch at the van. And they gave it to you? Yeah. And where is it now? So I stuck it. I don't know where it is now. But I, when I, my old house, previous house, I just put it on the floor. I didn't stick it on the floor. Oh, okay. It's like a massive mat. Yeah, in my garage. And my car just used to drive over it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, that's it, gang. Thanks for listening on the TalkSport app or wherever you get your podcast from. There will, of course, be another one of these Andy Goldstein TalkSport Daily Podcasts at first of in the morning. Do what you got to do to get it. Until then, thanks for listening. Have a good day. And above all, be safe, everyone. Be safe. That was a podcast from TalkSport.
The TalkSport Daily Podcast is proud to be in partnership with Enterprise Rent-A-Car. Whatever your mission, home or away, don't delay. Enterprise has the vehicle for the job. Rent from the best lineup in the UK. With over 450 branches, Enterprise has what your business needs. From compact three-door cars to spacious SUVs and people carriers to vans, they offer a large range of reliable vehicles perfect for the job. To find out more and book, visit enterprise.co.uk.